0: One guest, ten songs, ten reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. Welcome to this guest host edition of Music Was My First Love, where the host of this show and volunteer of the station chooses ten of his favorite songs. So Andrew Wolfe has chosen his ten favorite songs. He shared loads of others. It's time to choose his favourite ten. We'll hear from him after his first choice, which is from
1: Wizards. So here we go, Andrew. Oh, you're very welcome to this. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, it's your <laughs> life. How are you feeling?
0: <laughs> strange, actually. It is odd. Really weird. Does it? Does it feel weird being that side of the desk?
1: Yes. There's a set format in a way to each show, so it's going to be different. Let's just clarify this. Yeah. So. Andrew has
0: recorded multiple Music Was My First Loves, but it's the first time that he has relinquished control so he can choose his ten favourite songs. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, it's going to be good, it's going to be good. Uh, your first choice, see my Baby Jai from Wizards.
1: Yeah, well, this is kind of in by default. Although I was born in the 60s, I was a child of pop music, and from the age of seven, all I've ever wanted to be was a pop star right can't play an instrument can't sing can't write songs i learned to play guitar but i had this mad woman who insisted that i learned spanish guitar which is not really what i wanted to do have you managed it no 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 no. my hero who i had an obsession with and you'll find one of the links through some of these songs is the word obsession was gary glitter right okay um i first album i had was a gary glitter album i had a poster on my wall i had a in those days you had t-shirts and they put transfers on them so I had a picture of Gary Glitter. And there's nowhere I would choose a Gary Glitter song. No self-respecting radio station would play a Gary Glitter song. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to be on top of the pops, and I wanted to be on top of the pops and share a stage with Roy Wood, because Roy Wood, I'm quite a bit older than you, so I don't know whether you remember, but <laughs> Roy Wood had a long beard and he had what, to me as a seven-year-old, was paint in it. I mean, it was dye and i have a vivid i don't know whether it was a dream or whether i was just daydreaming but i wanted to stand next on top of the pops and pull on this beard <laughs> now over the years i'd forgotten about Roy Wood because i don't have any of his music in my collection and about two or three years ago he was on jules holland's hootenanny on new year's eve and see my baby jive was the first song that he did i was transfer i was seven again hmm. it was incredible and and so it was part of that wanted to be a pop star but under different circumstances, it would be Gagglet or
0: not uh, Wizard. In terms of Wizards, a lot of people know them as the, the Christmas tune, really. Uh, so much more. Yeah. And See My Baby Jive, I've I've known before, but it was nice to see it, and it's nice to kick off the show with that. Yeah. Because it's kind of an upbeat song, isn't it? That's pretty much what it is. Your next choice is from a band called Darts. Now, to me, Darts is pointy things being chucked at a board, but
1: tell us more. Well... Darts were the first group that I obsessed over. They were a duo band who derived from a band called Rocky Sharp and not Rocky Sharp and the Replays. Rocky Sharp and the Razor Blades originally, and then they became Rocky Sharp and the Replays. They were a duet band. There were twelve of them. I knew all their names off the heart. Could you name them now? No, not no, at all. Some of them, but no. <laughs> so there were four singers, three blokes, a woman, and one of the blokes was a bass singer who was the four founder of the band Darts. Um, Dan hegarty was his name and you had a keyboard player and saxophonist and the drummer i found out recently was a guy called john drummer who before darts was john drummer's blues band i played some of his stuff on a saturday night brilliant you had darts and you had shawadi Waddy; they were good fun they always seemed to be loving every second of what they were doing and through that i fell in love with doo-wop i love doo-wop i was going to choose a track called daddy cool which was the first single but come back my love is the one that apart from you everybody knows oh!
0: It's so nice here stuff that I don't normally have <laughs> to play. It's great. Darts and Come Back My Love on Radio Morgan Music was my first love. I am the host. My name is Jamie, and the guest is Andrew Wolf. Now it's a bit like Michael Parkinson being guested on, I don't know Graham Norton or yeah. John Ross being interviewed on Loose Women. It's it's a bit bizarre. It's a bit bit out of the norm. So just to clarify i'm sat this side of the desk andrew wolf is at that side of the desk but he's the one choosing his 10 favorite songs i don't feel like i should be here but i am anyway <laughs> <laughs> well
1: at least i can say i've never missed an episode anyway well that's very true huh. was it easy We're two songs in was it easy to choose your ten? it became easy because of the other shows that i've done when the original concept of music was my first love was that people would choose their 10 favorite songs With hindsight, that is impossible. (laughs) What a lot of people have done has has chosen music that has gone through their life, and as a couple of people have found, I think you might have mentioned it with one of the artists you chose. Picking the artist was easy. Mm -hmm. Once I realised that I was going to do it that way rather than my favourites, that wasn't a problem. It was choosing which songs. That was the difficult
0: one. It's it's you think oh that artist. So I think one of mine was Coldplay, and I I chose. I think I chose Fix You, but I could have chosen. A number of different songs. Stereophonics, I think, was mm-hmm. another one of mine. And in quite a few of yours, actually, where you chose Wizard. You could have chosen any Wizard song. Yeah. You chose Seymour, Baby child. The next one, choosing the ten songs is one thing, but putting them in the order is another thing because you kind of want to either go through a chronological yeah. thing in your life or you just want to go all over the place, it's fine. But I was surprised to see this man, this song, like, I guess this song would be in there, mm. a third
1: Tell us more about Dean Friedman. Well, it is kind of chronological, because it, the the album is 77, I think, that it comes from. Dean Friedman, for me, is one of the greatest songwriters of a generation. He's in the same mould as James Taylor. He's a guy who, who... I'll tell you how clever this guy is. I think he's one of the best songwriters, best lyricists. He tells a story that he wanted to write Paul McCartney's Blackbird. He wanted to write his own Blackbird. And he was playing on the guitar and although he's written all his own songs completely there's one he didn't where a guy knocks on his door a friend of his and says i've got a lyric for you and the guy gives him the lyric and instead of writing his own blackbird he basically that that track is on one i'm playing called company uh, is blackbird backwards so he right. just turned all the notes around okay <laughs> i think the album that this comes from called well of the rock and share is the best and most underrated album if i was doing a top 10 albums which is an idea for a show <laughs> it, forever thinking inside, uh, is it, it, other, it would be my my favorite album of all time it is a mixture of humor hmm. mixture of love songs mixture of rock and a bit of stuff that you would want to listen to and go and throw up <laughs> um <laughs> and the reason i've met the guy i've seen him in concert a few times he was the first interview that i did on radio glamorgan i was going to ask you about that yeah um i tried desperately to get him to come in but he wouldn't how is it to interview him in general though oh he was so generous so generous with his time he kept pausing because the question threw him which was (laughs) the idea i said to him one question that one of his songs on this particular album was very santana and i told him why guitar solo Mm. backing vocals at the end and his tone was i never thought that, but yeah you're probably right so So he's taking something away from being yeah i hope so yeah he was yeah he was incredibly generous the reason i've chosen lydia i could have chosen one of the funny ones i could have chosen one of the throw up ones (laughs) but i think this song and i can't believe it's never been covered but i think this song shows what a genius songwriter he is (laughs)
0: music and this is a question you've asked quite a lot of people has music always played a part in your life
1: yeah i don't joke when i say i wanted to be a pop star for an age of seven so i can yeah. imagine you as a pop star thanks man really there was always always music at home two older brothers one who lived at home for a long time and has probably heavily influenced my musical journey was it kind of
0: them teaching you rather than you teaching them music in terms of what what you liked or what...
1: Yeah, I... Well, the older the oldest brother, Harvey, left home when I was nearly eight. So he didn't really play a, It was interesting. He came on the night train a while ago, and, and I was surprised by a lot of the stuff he was telling me about. But with David, yeah, I liked a lot of the stuff he liked. Hmm. Still do. Now as I've got older, I will play something for him, and he'll say, yeah, I like that. But the fact that I like the likes of... The Super Champs and the Doobie Brothers and and Donald fagin's band, whose name escapes me for some ridiculous reason, Steely Dan. That's that's David's influence completely. Yeah, and Mum and Dad liked their music. Dad, if my father was still alive, because he would now want to listen to Radio glamorgan he would listen to John Webber because that that's that's the
0: music. He that liked, era, yeah. big band kind of stuff. Uh,
1: the, but also the the Sinatra's and the Sammy Davis Juniors and the Alan Fitzgeralds. Yeah. Before we talk about the shows you present here on Radio Morgan tell me why you wanted to be a volunteer that's an interesting question having got over the pop star phase uh, since I was 16 I wanted to be a radio broadcaster. these are dreams that you don't do anything about the pipe dreams basically, basically yeah. a bucket list that you know you're never gonna use hmm. my hero was Simon Bates I wanted to do his basically what Ken Bruce does now I wanted to do that show and that was it really and then my family and Howard Jacobson's family go back a long long way Howard posted stuff on Facebook that he was involved, and knowing nothing about Radio Glamorgan, I thought, you lucky... How did you get that job? I want to do it. (laughs) Beep, beep. So after a few weeks of him posting stuff, I looked it up, and Nick Clark's name came up, who I knew. And when you say, why did I want to get involved with volunteering? When I came to the meet and greet, and I've told you this story off-air before, when I walked through the hospital doors on that Thursday evening, 95% of what was going on in my head was, I'm going to be a radio DJ. Hmm. The other 5%, with respect, was I'll make a few sick people happy. Yep. There was Nick Clark and Helen Ward taking a meet and greet. We went into the Celtic Gals, so Helen was there, Caris was there, a few others. 45 minutes to an hour we were there, and when I left, it was 50-50 down the middle. I, I got it straight away. Kind of changed your perception, to them. Yeah. And you're still here.
0: <laughs> and I'm still here, and we <laughs> tell
1: we tell people at the meet and greets that the hosting a radio show is a big deal, because that's what you sign up for, but it's not just what it's about it's part of it isn't it yeah but it's also getting to do shows
0: as well yeah. and your next choice is joe walsh really like this song
1: i do uh it's brilliant i got into trouble because i played it on the night train and said it was the greatest rock track ever and my brother said to me yeah it's a good track but you can't really say that and follow it with smoke on the water i think musically it's brilliant lyrically it's tongue-in-cheek it's bitter i just think it's a great rock track it's Joe Walsh
0: and Life's Been Good, here on Music Was My First Love.
1: I can sometimes i still do. Life's been good
0: I was going to ask you a corny question at the end of this. Go on. Has life been good? <laughs> I feel really bad asking that. But...
1: It's the only one I know, really. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough.
0: Uh, life's been good. Joe Walsh, your fourth choice on Music was My first Love. Now, your fifth one, I'm going to be honest with you, and I've written this down. This was on my long list of my choices, Right. but didn't make the cut. I'm slightly glad, in a way, because you have more... I, I'm going to say you have a more of a connection with this next song than I do, because
1: you are a. I th- I think it's safe to say you're a massive fan of Deacon Blue. Massive, massive fan... I first saw them when they appeared on Terry Wogan's three times a week chat, so around 85, 86, and they performed this track, and straight away I thought they are going to be the next big thing, and, and the big things at the time were probably on two different levels, Duran Duran and U2. And I'm glad they never became that good, otherwise, I would have had to pay a lot more than 35 quid that I did 18 months ago. I've seen them three times. I've seen them at the Hammersmith Eldian, I've seen them at the Ice Rink, and I've seen them at Sir David's Hall. I mean, the Ice Rink? Yeah. The older in Cardiff? Yeah. They kept falling over on the ice, obviously. <laughs> but, um, no, I, actually, it was one of the best gigs I've ever been to. i never, like, I remember the old Ice Rink
0: where, yeah. where John Lewis is now, right? And I did not know they did gigs there. That yeah, have, they, have, I saw
1: boxing there as that well. That would have actually. been brilliant. I would have loved to have seen the gig there. And they just brought out an album which was a lot heavier, a lot more guitar. Right. So it was quite a heavy concert. It was brilliant. But I wanted to say that this track is very relevant uh, to my time at Radio Glamorgan because I said that I wanted to be a radio broadcaster since I was sixteen, and here I am at time of recording, almost forty years later, the host or co-host of three shows on Radio Glamorgan. The guy in this song. Starts out saving for a dinghy and he ends up buying a ship. So the moral of the story is keep dreaming, kids. I remember not too long ago. I was just a lonely person with a lonely to Van Dross, obsession doesn't do it justice. I chatted up a girl once and when I found out she was a Van Dross fan, I went on and on and in the end she had to be rescued. <laughs> um he
0: I wasn't expecting that <laughs> was not expecting that story at all. He
1: has a voice of pure silk and together with the likes of Marcus Miller, Doc Pal, Nat Adley Jr and um, plenty of others wrote some great and very memorable songs i'd never heard of Luther. now you've got the album there because i brought it in for you uh-huh. i would never heard of Luther until my brother bought an album called the night i fell in love um i thought this guy looks cool on that cover with the medallion with the suit yeah so i had to listen to it and wait for love was the sixth track out of eight when that track came on it's when i became a fan and it's one of my favorite van joss tracks and i'm I'm glad that I got to see him before he died in 2005 at Wembley. And oh. I want to tell you a very funny story. Maybe not as funny as the chatting the girl at once.
0: I was going to say, what I want to ask is something yes. completely different, but go on. Go on, no, no, you asked I what? want to ask, did you end up going on a date with her? No, 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 oh, not okay. at all. Nice, she man.
1: was the sis- it was an engagement party, and she was the sister of the girl getting engaged. That's, that's, um, that's boring. Hopefully this is better now. <laughs> <laughs> whoever was in charge of town planning or whatever got it all wrong, because I went to see Luther at Wembley Arena, and on the same night at Wembley Stadium, Genesis were playing. This is 85. Right, okay. Luther concert was always going to finish first. It was always going to be a shorter gig. We got back to our car, I couldn't get it out <laughs> because it was surrounded by cars. One presumes for everybody that was at the Genesis concert. Mm-hmm. So some guys walked past, saw that we were in a bit of a panic and bounced half a dozen cars out of the way so we could <laughs> get <old>. home.
0: <laughs> was this back in 85? We just like, boing, boing. Yeah.
1: Go? oh dear goodness. but my it was a real obsession one more funny story about luther i'm sorry when i started the night train i had the van moment so van morrison in the first hour and the second hour was luther mm. and i had this show that turned out to be a lot of blues and stuck in the middle of the blues was luther and i sent the playlist to a friend of mine who's a big blues fan i said what do you think of this this was my show last night and he messaged me back saying yeah, very good, but you've got to do something about your unhealthy obsession with Luther Vandross, and that's when I dropped his feature. <laughs> and here, on this day, we are recording Music
0: Was My First Love, and it's within your top ten. Because it had to be, Luther Vandross had to be in the top to ten. Had to, yeah, had to be, yeah, had to be. I'm a bit disappointed there's no Genesis, but you know, no, you can't, anyway, can't have it all. Right, your next choice, your seventh choice, is the, and I and I, I love the fact that we're sat in this room now, and both of us have chosen an album version of a song we love yeah oh yes you did so i chose fix you coldplay which by i specified the album version because it's better now you've chosen the album version of this song for specific reasons because of one line there's
1: one line that makes the whole song and they take it out of the single version and i don't understand this song changed everything for me and it's when i became a soul fan although i loved luther and although i listened to robbie vincent's radio one soul show every saturday night eight till ten i hadn't identified as a soul fan i don't think i even knew the word genre and then one saturday night robbie played a new american artist called alexander o'neill and it was the lead track the single from his debut album the track was called a broken heart commend i liked it it was all right i think quite honestly if i was hearing it now for the first time it might not have had the same effect but i really liked it so on the monday which was in the days before sunday opening i went out and bought the album got it home showed it to my brother who looked at the track listings and just said oh that track i didn't know what he meant but he'd obviously um heard this track before and so i went up to my room put the album on first track a broken heart commend and then track two which turned out to be that track and with if you were here tonight that's when i became a soldier
0: you would know what i mean to say Mm-hmm. i've heard criticize mm-hmm. i've heard fake i've never heard that from alexander O'Neill.
1: isn't it stunning it's good
0: that song if you were here tonight now there's an album version yeah. which we've just played yeah there's a single version and you said there's a line that's missing what is that line slow burn light a candle to our love that's it there and like, i don't know why
1: they take it out of the single version
0: and i thought when, when you said there's a single version in and a, in a album version i didn't realize the single version is three and a half minutes the album version is six minutes no, I, thought, I thought that's a blooming big line <laughs> for sure there's obviously a lot more music i think a lot more fade out on it probably. yeah i suppose so we are seven songs in three to go uh, andrew wolf who is normally the host of Was my first love is choosing finally he would say ten of his favorite songs we've got three to go now before we come on to your next choice I kind of wanted to talk about volunteering and Radio Comorgan in general and the two shows that you, you present at the moment. So first of all, how has Radio Camorgan changed you as a, as a person, if it has?
1: Well, it, it's changed me and it's done things for me. It's changed me because it's given me a structure in my life. I don't get home from work, have something to eat and sit and watch telly and play on the laptop. My week starts on a Sunday. I'm putting the playlist together for the night train for the next week. Monday, I do stuff for the midweek mix. Tuesday, I used to do nothing until I became secretary. Wednesday, I've got the show. Thursday and Friday, I script what I need to script for the night train. Saturday night train, start again. So, it's it might be the same things every week, but it's a structure. Never had that, and that has to be healthy. But the other, the other thing it's done for me is, by coincidence, it came at a time when I was struggling with mental health. I have always suffered with anxiety in the workplace although my gp said recently it's probably always been there it's just that work seems to bring it out terrible Uh, waking up at stupid o'clock november 2018 when i'd been with radio glamorgan well that was the year i started Mm. Uh, to cut a long story short, I imploded. It just got too much for me. And I, I Earlier in that year, I decided to seek help. So I'd, I'd, I'd spoken to a GP. I was having one-on-one one counseling When the counselling stopped, something went wrong. I wasn't on any meds at all. I imploded a little bit, took time off, had group therapy on meds. But by coincidence, stopped going into work. I got to work on the Thursday and turned around and thought, I, I can't do this. Pulled up in the car park and just went home. The day before... I'd come that close to breaking down in the toilets. It was phone call after phone call. Nothing serious. Mm-hmm. But it just—it had been building up for months and months. The Tuesday of the first full week that I was off on Two Weeks Sick, by coincidence, because it had been pre-planned, Grant and I came in here and we did the pre-record for the first show I was doing on my own, which was the Deacon Blue special. Mm-hmm. The The link between opening up about it and having that structure in my life and being part of radio glamorgan has i i can't begin to tell you and it's one thing it's one subject that this station pushes as much as it can mental health i did one of these shows with a gp and we talked about mental health and and there's a lot of talk about mental health
0: in the workplace within friends family that's kind of thing but it's always been a should we say a taboo up until recently, because people don't really talk about it as much as they do now, mm. and it's been, it's been highlighted by the Royals uh, yeah. at the time of recording that they kind of highlighted it through football as well, yeah. that, that, that kind of side of things. And people have been kind of embracing it in a way. That sounds really odd to say, but they, people have been embracing the fact that people do have mental health issues and mm. people struggle to talk about it. And that's, men particularly yeah oh 100 where and bloke to bloke we are the most stubborn of people when it comes to health issues i am yeah most general the more people talk about it the more people know about yeah. it the more people understand about it so that's my kind of take on it anyway. and i and i
1: hope you know at time of recording two weeks ago we lost caroline flack
0: mm.
1: and i i hope some good comes out of that be kind
0: and and I and I'm saying this and I'm kind of hijacking the show a little bit and I don't know, I, I, okay. but the fact is that people need to learn about social media a little bit more. Yeah. And if if they're being drawn into social media, which is kind of uh, people are blaming each other, and, and as you say, a time of recording two weeks ago, we lost Caroline Flack. The more people use social media, and the more people are look at bad comments, the more it affects them. So just leave it if you don't have anything kind to say just don't no. say it at all and it's easy to hide and, behind and it's easy to hide behind it's it and, and it's the phrase keyboard warrior mm. to mind but i must say
1: something of, else about it you asked me what radio glamorgan has done for me how it's changed me mm-hmm. the other point and this is part of of being kind to people is it's made me more tolerant we have with me surely well absolutely yeah because <laughs> um, i'm worried you're going to be hosting series three <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't push it
1: we have i'm not proud of what i'm going to say but it's the way i've always been we have a mixture of different abilities among volunteers mm-hmm. we have people with autism we have people with severe autism we have one or two who are awkward with people we have someone who is blind mm. we have somebody in their 90s different people I've never been, and I'll mention one, and he won't mind, because he talks about it himself. I have so much admiration for Luke Davis, because he he chucks himself into everything. Pre-Radio Glamorgan, I never had patience for people that were different, and I wasn't very good at hiding that. And I suddenly realised I was at home, and I was thinking about Luke, and how brilliant this guy is, and how... We missed a golden opportunity when because his was the second show i recorded and really should have talked about it but i got all the time in the will for him hmm. whereas two years ago i wouldn't have done and that's
0: part of being here
1: yeah absolutely your next choice is by hot house yes this goes back actually indirectly to the luther obsession <laughs> um i would watch anything that luther was on I would listen to anything that Luther's... I bought a um, Quincy Jones album because Luther Vandross was singing backing on one track. You can't even hear his voice on it, but I bought the album. So there used to be a music program on a Friday night called The Tube with Paul Yates, the late, great Paul Yates and Jules Holland. I didn't watch it every week, but they were having an interview with Luther, so I had to watch it. So I sat down to watch the interview and it turned out that it wasn't the interview. It was a trailer for the interview the following week. So they showed the interview and I'm glad I was watching it because they had this new band on called Hot House who were made up of two guys, a young 16-year-old girl backing singers. Now, I knew the backing singers because they played on Paul Young's second album and they also went on to be London Beat who did 9 a.m., London Beat. Yeah, I've played a couple of those tracks. Yeah, there's another famous one as well. There's 9am and there's um, another one. So anyway, they were, I I just fell in love with this song and I bought the album. The album would be in my top five favourite albums. They then started, now this is in the days before the internet, they then started making a second album and I heard that it got pulled by the record company. So somehow I, I got in touch with the distribution company and they sent me a cassette. Of the second album that was never released stupidly I don't have it anymore i would be thinking about you that's the other one thank you darling uh, but what I want to say is that that 16 year old girl with hot house uh, is Heather small what who went on to join what have you
0: done today that's today the one. To I think her voice
1: <laughs> was better I've, I've plugged and plugged the album since the day I started with radio Gnoll. it's fantastic and this is the track that they did on the tube
0: <laughs> I'm very disappointed there's no M people in this uh, top 10 choice, but you know, anyway. How uh, heist and don't come to stay. It's Radio Morgan. it's music my first love. Briefly, mm-hmm. you have two programmes on Radio Morgan. as time of recording. We've got. Midweek Mix. Well, you sacking me from one yes. of these. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> weird way I to, had to, to tell you that. Isn't it? So you've got Midweek Mix yeah. on a Wednesday, and you've got the night train on, or the RG night train on Saturday. Two very different shows, aren't they, pretty
1: much? Yes. The Midway Mix is a multi-presenting show. We have such a laugh. Comes across, by the way. <laughs> Definitely do. Definitely comes uh, Susie's our producer. I've christened her our producer. We've had other people in there because we're now used as a training ground, and it's the perfect show for training ground. We have various features, compare and contrast, the quiz. We look at what's on. We look at the birthdays. But w- we just enjoy it. Saturday night, the RG Night Train is a pure music show. There's no quizzes, there's no games, there's features, but it is about the music. Now,
0: I'm glad you've done it in that order, because you have what's called the Van Moment yeah. on the RG Night Train. And lo and behold, and I was not surprised to see a Van <laughs> Morrison track in your list of ten by any stretch of the imagination. And it's one that and, and, and quite a few people could choose the obvious, couldn't they? They could yeah. choose the obvious Van Morrison tracks. But you've gone for, um, on the greatest hit CD, they still do those by the way, CDs, actual physical things, it's track 17 of CD1, there's 18 tracks on CD1, and there's 19 tracks on CD2, and you've chosen a song that I've never ever heard of before, and probably
1: most others wouldn't either, unless they're big Van Morrison fans, but here we go. St Dominic's Preview, Mm. I've changed my mind a couple of times, it has been difficult, and I could talk for ages about Van Morrison, and I won't, but the reason I've chosen... Uh, hes All I'll say is that he's opened... If you say that I was a big Luther fan in the 90s and now a big Van Morrison fan, this guy has opened so many doors for me. There are people that I listen to that I would not have dreamed of. You've seen you've seen this guy? I've seen the guy four times. I didn't see him a fifth time because I wasn't paying 90 quid when I'd seen him. 90 quid? 90 quid. Wow. Yeah. At at St. David's, where I saw Deacon Blue for 35. But the reason I've chosen St. Dominic's preview is very simply because it's a masterpiece. (laughs) St.
0: Dominic's preview. Nine songs down, one to go. Now, before we kind of close this edition of Music Was My First Love, this is a kind of a concept that's been your baby, your
1: brainchild, really, isn't it? Yeah, the reason for t- you have to explain to people how Radio Glamorgan works, we're volunteers, we can't fill up every hour, and it's nobody's fault, and we have a thing called automation, so we have continuous music, a few pre-recorded shows, but I was getting a bit cheesed off with automation, you may as well, we got a beautiful studio here, mm-hmm. state of the art, may as well just close it down and put a cd on or or whatever the kids use these days um (laughs) and in work we were listening to another radio station that has a similar uh bent and so i thought it'd be good let's do that i cannot for the life of me remember why i came up with the title it's an obvious title but the plan and full credit to you because the plan was that we would do the shows just be volunteers and we'd stick them in here and there in the automation but made a series out of it you know you mentioned that i'm involved with two shows and they're very special to me we have a laugh on the one night chain is my baby i am so proud of what music was my first love has become because it wasn't the intention because it's become and we were saying this off air
0: it's become more of a a social hub in a way now people go what what are you kind of getting at where andrew and you won't mind me saying this is kind of catalyst at the moment to dealing with volunteers in terms of being yeah. secretary yeah. that's one of, one of your roles here and you deal with the volunteers that come to the door and the, the current volunteers the first contact volunteers. you are the first yeah. contact so for you to put a face to a name is just as important as me and, and as we record this now um Andrew is, is secretary and i'm chairman so it's kind of useful for you to know the name and a face yeah and put the two and two together and doing these shows has kind of, and I would say, has has made you kind of appreciate people that volunteer here more. Yeah, in a way, and also, I know appreciate their music choices as well because yeah. we're not all. There's been some bizarre shows, and and there's, and I and I mean bizarre in the nicest possible. Well, way. I had a
1: headache after the Rob. first track that Rob played. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we've had some classical music. I was very nervous about Roger Thomas's show, hmm. who had nine country songs and ended <laughs> ended with Lily the Pink, which I thought was absolutely brilliant.
0: What that uh, scaffold?
1: Yeah, that really? was, it. and he'd only recently heard it.
0: That, that's late sixties, isn't it?
1: And then I, I do a show with Howard Jacobson, which I mentioned earlier that we go back a long way, and it was incredibly nostalgic, on and off air, you know, and quite emotional, talking about our parents. And the other thing about it is is other other volunteers i've been in our green room Hmm. only green because it needs a lick of paint (laughs) i was just about to come in here and record with helen ward and rob was in there and rob was talking to helen and claire about his choices Hmm. so they're talking about the show between them so it it has been it's gone way beyond all my expectations
0: and it's become as i say a social hub in terms of not only have we involved other volunteers in the station but it's kind of branched out a little bit in terms of getting people on the show and getting and also to some extent making people aware that we're here yes previously and someone said this to me not so long ago in fact where people say you know the station is there but does anyone else know the station Mm. is there that's a good way of kind of saying to someone you need to promote the station more outside of the hospital yeah so the fact is that we've got people coming in for the likes of Ben Azachar oh. of BBC and Jason Harold of, of various radio stations and, and, and they then go back and say, where have you been? Well, I've been to Radio Glamorgan. Absolutely. And, and that gets people talking. Yeah. The fact that, and full credit to you, where you've kind of done these shows and you've gone, right, these are the 10 songs. This is my next guest. These are the next guests that I've got lined up. Mm-hmm. I've got them all ready come on let's do this and i think i well the, the the series has been well received in my opinion yeah
1: and you talk about getting our name out there i recorded roy noble's show on a friday hmm. and i listened to his show on the sunday on radio wales and not only did he plug us twice but he played a couple of the songs that he chose nice and recalled the stories that went with the songs nice what great publicity you know? fair play so here
0: we go. We've we've reached the end of your music. Was my first. Yep. It feels like Eamon Andrews. Uh, this, Andrew Wolf, this, this is, is your, your life. Say, <laughs> um, you thought I was going to say Michael Aspel then. Yes. But no, Eamon Andrews, your final choice is. The uh, the Lido,
1: or the Lido, depends on what part of the country you're from, Boz Skaggs. Lido Shuffle from Boskags. Skaggs. This is in my top ten for one particular... Listen, it's a great track. It's a great track to start a show with, it's a great track to end a show with, but it's there for one particular reason. Music was my first love, and now, since mid-2018, I get to share it with people, because I host radio shows. Mm-hmm the very first time i sat in the chair where you're sitting mm. when i was doing my training with the catholic gals and they said you can have the last 20 minutes the first time they said to me you can have the last 20 minutes i changed my trousers and <laughs> i slightly worried slightly i sat in that chair and this was the first song i ever played on radio Glamorgan. Really, so it means a great deal to me yeah.
0: Fair play. it's it feels really odd but Andrew Wolf, thank you for being a guest on Music Was My First Love. Thank you
1: for being a host, it's been a pleasure.
0: scags and Lido Shuffle here on Radio Morgan. you've been listening to Music Was My First Love here on Radio Morgan, where volunteer Andrew Wolfe has been choosing ten of his favourite tracks. Music was my first love. I'm Jamie Pritchard, and join us again soon when another Radio Morgan volunteer chooses their favourite tracks on another edition of the show.
1: Music of the future.